You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Yeah. That was something that for sure with me, like it made, it made my brain go here. So you ever heard about this list of things that people, uh, kids today will never do? No. No. What do you mean? Well, cause one, one of the things actually was missing from this list that I, I just looked up a list of things that kids today, kids that are born say in 2010 will never do. Oh yeah. 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 I, I've, I've now I know what you're talking about. Like a the dial up of a modem or something like that. Like lick a lick a stamp. Lick a stamp. Oh yeah, that's yeah. something that's that they'll true. never do, because the stamps that you buy now all have the self adhesive on the yeah. back of them or whatever. So <clears throat> Malcolm was talking off air about what uh, hit and record on a cassette tape. Yeah, when you put in a cassette tape and just so happens that one time, it all all it takes is this one time you put in the cassette and as you're ejecting the cassette. All of it is just wound up in the player. Yep. Mm. And you have to take your time trying to pull it out slowly because you don't want to rip it. I'm, I promise you, any kid born from 2010 to 2011, all those kids, they'll never have to worry about that. Do they even know what a cassette tape is? I mean, I think that's a legitimate question. I think they know what one looks like. <laughs> I, I will say I have repaired probably at least three or four VHS tapes when I was oh, a kid. Man. Where that same situation happened, where the just wound it back up, and well, no, like where it actually tore it, where it was cut, and I took a piece of clear masking tape, the smallest piece I could get, and just lined it back up, taped it, and cleaned it up real nice. And so there's just that one little. Do you remember you know, what movie that was for? Uh, Aladdin was one of them. <laughs> worth it, yeah, worth, worth it. it. I think I did it to Jurassic Park too. Worth it, because of course those were two movies that I just I wore them out. What the hell are you doing to those movies to get them in that condition though? <laughs> rewind watch it rewind watch it rewind watch it the fun thing for me though was having my parents record any show on pbs in the in the 90s and they would put in a vhs and record the whole show on it and then it got to the point where they got really good at recording so you'd get about 10 to 12 episodes of your favorite show on a tape on a tape and then we'd take our portable tv put it in the car in the back seat put in that vhs and Get going. That's awesome that you have VHS memories. Yeah. I think that's great. That- the the fact that you like can't do that anymore. Like you you like kind of can't. Like everything all the streaming stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Netflix did a thing where you can download your movies now. Uh, There's a limit, but yes. But you can download them and take them on without internet signal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the game. But you changed. like can't record stuff off cable. Very like you got to have all sorts of special stuff to, like to put it on like a DVD. Yeah. For example, like burn it. Or Blu-ray. Sorry, I'm yeah. I'm already too there old. There you go, Blu-ray, yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to get too far away from it. So I guess technically... Everybody, everybody have you heard... About this list. So here we go. I'm going to run down this list. Us. All right. Kids born in today's time frame, we'll say 2010 or after, will never develop a role of film. And no. that probably even applies to kids that are born earlier than that. There was that 2005. little... There was that little hipster craze of Polaroids. 2000 and on. Unless they have a fine arts major... I don't see why they'd need to. So develop a roll of film was one. Make a mixtape was one. That's kind of what triggered <laughs> my my brain to this. You know, yeah. the whole oh, yeah. take two tape recorders and put one tape in one to record 
and then put one and other to hit play and you got to get it close enough just so that the sound is you know grainy but good or, enough or a two deck cd player or a two deck stereo see now you're talking that's yeah. i had a two deck stereo so that's I, up, I, I was side i was pro at making some mixtapes there you go man that's what my grandmother did. has one and i about died when she pulled that thing out so your grandma probably had one of these t- did you ever hear a typewriter at your grandmother's house oh, yeah was my favorite thing to play with. My daughter will never hear a typewriter click, click, clack, click, clack. She'll never even hear that in like, her whole life. Fond, uh, awesome memory. My grandmother retired from Lonar City Utility Board, and before they built the newer office, I guess you could say, which was like 20 years ago, something like that, uh, the old office, they still used typewriters. Didn't have computers yet. When I was a little kid, going in there, the LCUB office downtown was still using typewriters for certain documents. So that was in the 90s. Yeah. What? Yeah. Not kidding. I used to, it was my favorite thing. I'd, I'd want to go hang out with her at her job. That sound is just yeah. something about that sound in the background. I always picture like an old uh, newspaper room. I would wear that typewriter out. <laughs> yeah. And then Anything the I could type shift. up. Shift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the space bar or the shift or yeah. all that. So, all right. How about this? Make a collect call. <laughs> you remember call and collect? Did well, you ever, could, ever You can even refine that down. Making a long distance call. True. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all right there. Even international calls. All right there. Um, go to a video rental store. Man, Blockbuster. Yeah. I think I referenced well, Blockbuster video. Can you count Redbox? It's kind of like a store. That's not a store. No. You got to go to like Walgreens or kiosk. something. Yeah, I guess true. Yeah. You don't have to have like a special pass like you like this I, mean, next I, c- I can remember the day that Netflix came out and started mailing people DVDs. Oh yeah. Think oh, about this next one. That was one. the end. Yeah. Having a 2-year-old watch Saturday morning cartoons. Oh. Think if Harding only had cartoons on Saturday morning. Like I could I can't imagine life with my two kids only having cartoons on Saturday mornings. And not at their fingertips. Did, it's just... Did you grow up with only cartoons on Saturday morning? Nope. Nope. I had them all week. All the time? All you, week. Because cable television came along and there was just cartoon <clears throat> yeah. channels like crazy. And Sundays then, I remember for Sesame Street, but the rest of the week was whatever I wanted on Disney or Nick. Right. right. There so. it is. Yeah, I, I didn't. we didn't get cable till I was probably a teenager. And that was actually satellite. And we never had cable cable. <laughs> When's the last phone number that you had to memorize? <laughs> oh. You know, kids aren't... I used to remember... It's like, not your own. <laughs> it's crazy how many phone numbers I used to have in my memory. I used to, like, know all of my friends' phone numbers. I know yours. I Do you? I think I do. Don't I'm not, say I'm it, not going to say yeah. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know my parents, um, but fun fact for you, I actually do not know my own home phone well, number. There's another thing that, that there's really no need for it. You don't need to remember people's phone numbers. I mean, short of any event of an apocalypse, that's really the only thing, <laughs> only reason that you would need that. But how about that? You can't make prank phone calls anymore either. There is no prank calling somebody without the phone number that you're calling from or a way to trace your call. Can can you not still star or whatever? Six, six, seven or six, nine. Well, who's, if you answer a blocked call or a blocked number, oh, yeah. or unknown number, yeah. and then you get pranked, that's on you. I got you. <laughs> like, who's calling unrestricted yeah. right now? And is trying to be serious with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're never going to use a Walkman. They're never going to read a printed map. They're never going to read the TV listings in the newspaper or in print. Oh, wow. Have- I actually do remember that. You know, TV Guide was a magazine and a thriving. I world. remember and seeing a that. channel for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, TV I, Guide was 
making millions of dollars mm-hmm. just printing what's coming up. So it's crazy that they it, the guide on the TV killed a magazine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, they'll ne- kids will never use an actual encyclopedia. I remember it being a big deal when I was a kid when my parents spent the money on our first actual really nice and peak encyclopedia Britannica or whatever world yeah. book I think oh we yeah had world yeah book. we had a, we, we had a like a used set of Britannicas so yeah. it was it was I think it was from like the 80s so it wasn't as up to date because you know those are one of those things that expire for sure but <laughs> but you didn't realize and think about that when your parents were spending a thousand dollars oh it, yeah you know and think wow. about that. Yeah. Parents used to spend $1,000 on, on books for us to read wow. to get information that you can Google for free now. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. Um, and then the last one, use a phone book. Yeah. I, I mean, besides the sit on them. <laughs> I, I literally, like, it almost took me back. Like, some ladies came in into work and was dropping off a Yellow Pages to me. Hmm. And I was like, what? This exists still? <laughs> Am I being punked right now? I was like... Thank you, but okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know what I'm going to use this for. All right. Everybody, have you heard? All right, so in the nature of a previous episode, we talked about the fire Festival. So we've got some follow-up news. That about, debacle in about, the Bahamas. About the fire Festival. What you got? Okay. Um, so we all know it crashed and burned. Uh, it didn't exactly happen. Um so, oh, the uh, so the Wayward Festival in Ontario. This is a festival that's coming up in July. Um, so they actually so because the fire festival went down, you know, in flames. Pun intended. You keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joke number two. It's pun intended. So okay. Yeah. Um, and then they made this public statement. So we cannot promise swimming adventures with pigs and fancy yachts. But we can help fill a void and provide an experience to those who are unable to have the time of their life at fire. And they're letting all of the people that had tickets to fire in for free. How about that? All of them. How many people does it hold? Um, Because fire was only like 1,600 people. Right. So I'm sure if it's, we're talking a 30, 40, 50,000 person festival. How do they show proof? Um, That's a good question. Maybe, no, curious. maybe all they have to do is show their entrance into the class action lawsuit against Jaw Rule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe that's good enough. Um, but Way, Way Home Festival sounds kind of legit because it's in Ontario, and Ontario is a pretty sweet place. Yeah. Um, but they got um, some headliners. Uh, I've never heard of. Is this going to make me sound old? Who's Flume? Oh, they're actually on the lineup. I should say they. It's it's him. He's in the lineup for um, Bonnaroo this year. But I want to say his category would be electric. So he just pairs up with uh, the okay. hottest singers of today and creates a beat for them and whatnot. I understand. He's all right. He has, I think, two songs. Who would you compare him to? Um, you could compare him to Calvin okay. Harris. I was going to say Calvin Harris. Almost DJ. No, you couldn't compare him to Major Lazer. Almost. Major Lazer. <laughs> <clears throat> um. And then Cage the Elephant's going to be there. They're kind of They're cool. on Bonnaroo list, too. Um, and Imagine Dragons. They're very good. Uh, and Vane Joy. I don't know who that is, though. Is it V-A-N-C-E Joy? No. Uh, no. Or maybe I just spelled it wrong. I've heard of Vance Joy. <laughs> oh, then that's probably what it is, and I just can't read. Hmm. Um, He's pretty good, too. Yeah. I'm going to guess that it's Vance. Vance I'm going to go with Vance Joy. Yep. <laughs> um, judges. So, judges. 
It's, it's Vance. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'll I'll, I'll check that later. Um, so, but it's July twenty eighth through the thirtieth. Um, so there was also some other stuff to go with that. So not only did they hook it up with Fire Festival, but there's another festival in Canada, um, the Pemberton Festival, that's been going on since like I think two thousand twelve, two thousand fourteen. Mm. So it's it's fairly new. You know, it's not. It's only been going a few years. Um, they had. They already had headliners lined up. Um, which that was uh, Chance the Rapper was going to be there. Um, Muse, freaking Tribe Called Quest was going to be there. Nice. Like it was going to be a sweet little festival. Um, but they just like at the last minute, like everything went to hell and went bankrupt. Couldn't pay for everything. Um, they already had so fire festival like problems. Essentially, yes. Um, except that they weren't necessarily out there to try and, I mean, fire festival was like a whole different level of scam. <laughs> like that was, that was off the chart. Good point. These people had already ran a legit festival a few years in a row and just for whatever reason, just weren't able to make the books meet and screwed everything up. But, uh, but they did pull a little, a little fire festival ish stuff. Here we go. Um, so they had no automatic refunds of people that had purchased their tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, if you actually did want a refund, you had to actually fill out a form, prevent, provide proof of purchase of the ticket. You couldn't just have the ticket. You had to also provide the proof of purchase for said ticket. Um, and then it was like a many weeks process. Like they had to be mailed off and filed and then your refund would come eventually. Did you happen to get how much each ticket costs? Like what these people were looking for? It was probably typical festival ticket in the couple hundred dollars range. Right. You know, if I had to guess, Mm. um, but just the point is, is they just totally scammed them. Um, but the the other festival, the you said Wayf- Wayfair, Wayfair, Wayfair. yeah, sorry, yeah, Wayfair was um, they're letting them in for free too. All the people that had bought tickets to well, that, it's good publicity for them. Oh heck yeah, man! Has Wayfair been around for a while, or is did you uh, get that? Or is I, it I didn't catch new? the start date for Wayfair, um, but it was definitely just really cool that I saw that uh, that they were just like, you know what, all these festivals that have let everybody down if you can make it here you get in for free get in for free good for them we'll hook it up that's pretty awesome that's a lot of fun yeah, yeah that's pretty good I, I mean i really like that all right so i got sports for you so everybody have you heard about preds tying up the series now. go preds it's now 2-2 oh, yeah so dude the last time we recorded they just lost game one yes they were down 0-1 and it, and it looks amazing what can happen in less than a week they honestly look like the better team to me it's amazing what can happen when you start getting to play your home games. No, but they look like the faster, more aggressive, yeah. better team. Sidney Crosby and Evgeny uh, Malkin are obviously the best two players on the ice, but mm-hmm. they look like the better team to me. They look am, a am lot I wrong? faster. I mean, I'm, I'm limited in my hockey knowledge. I know team sport's pretty good, but... If I could, I would like to take <clears throat> both home court or home ice advantages away from both teams and see what would happen. It's incredible seeing the atmosphere in Nashville. And those fans aren't like any others in can, the world right now. Can we talk about real quick the goalie chant that they were doing? Oh, isn't that cool? Oh, you my like that? Gosh, they've been they've been doing that forever. It's or like for as long it's as like so remember. well rehearsed and so clear. Like I I yeah. was dying. Yeah, like where they're like it's all your fault. Like the whole stadium, They'll, like mm-hmm. saying like multiple sentences he perfectly shoots, together. He scores. You suck. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like. Wow, I saw the video of that like like after the game. I was just like, "Oh my gosh, that is just too good." You can hear it clearly oh, too. Oh, perfect. It's not muffled at all. No, it is not just like noise to try and disrupt you. It's like a clear message 
We are talking to you. Yep. We're calling you out by name. Like, oh my gosh. No, but I when you get like, into an atmosphere like that and you see that many people getting involved in it, you're like, whoa, this is this is more than amazing. just a game. So the atmosphere in Nashville. Yeah. I mean, I, I sent they that. have people out on the streets, too. I sent that tweet to you about how Barry Melrose, a guy from ESPN, yep. a guy's been doing hockey. He used to coach hockey. Uh, national hockey coach for a while. Now he's an analyst for ESPN, said it is the best environment he has ever seen. And he's seen a lot. I mean, we talked about in a previous episode, the de- episode with David, about how they broke the Guinness Book of World Record for loudest indoor crowd. Oh, yeah. At over 131 decibels. Man. But now you have people like Barry Melrose and others that are saying it's the greatest environment <laughs> that they've ever heard of. Uh, did you see who was the guest of honor last night? I did not. Did you see? Did you no. watch the game? Charles Barkley. No way. Really? You remember the fiasco about Barkley um, commenting, or he was like analyzing uh, the one of the NBA games, and it was so boring that it's it came out that he went to the producer and said, can you turn on the hockey game in the studio so that I can watch the hockey game instead of no having way. to watch this? Yes. So and he admitted to it. Yeah, he did it. And because of that, Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, called Barkley and said, hey, I'd like for you to be our guest at Game 4 in Nashville. That's awesome. And let's see for yourself the atmosphere of hockey that you're talking about. That's awesome. So Barkley's on national TV last night talking about how much the NBA sucks and how awesome the (laughs) hockey playoffs were. And one of the hockey guys looks at him and says, wait a second, how are you you allowed to say that stuff? Doesn't the NBA send you a paycheck? And Barkley just very calmly says, they can't fire me. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they probably won't. So Charles Barkley's there saying it's incredible. Gary Bettman, all this stuff. About we could how. we could tie it together together then. So have you everybody have you heard about NBA Finals as well? What would you say would be more entertaining for by, you? By far, the hockey playoffs. You don't see Cavaliers tying up. They're down two zero right now to the Warriors, but you don't see Cavs tying it up. No. Even, and I say that even when game two was before halftime and the score was like 67 64 and three They're, point they've three, been close under five both times but it halftime. wasn't even a game like the scoreboard was not reflective of the game I was watching yeah LeBron James is exerting way too much energy for them to be down by three and if that's what it's going to take for them to be down by three he doesn't have it in the tank and he doesn't have the Clearly. enough horses to get it so no I'm not intrigued by it at all and this is coming from a lifer basketball guy. I am 100% into the, the hockey, hockey playoffs. Really? Like, won't miss a minute That's of it. good to hear. If I can't see it because i got to leave the room because Macy's got to fall asleep on the couch or something, i got my earbuds in and I'm listening to Nashville radio so I can hear the local guys call it. I'm telling you, man, I'm now hooked. It's, it's crazy. But maybe it took me going to Nashville and actually being at a bar in Nashville for a hockey win and seeing the – excitement live that you talked about in episode mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. i'm i'm now on. oh man the i'm gonna recruit you now oh i, I trust me i'm pumped up about it yeah like, like uh, that's like I, I just love talking about it now because i understand the rules i know what offsides is i know power what plays are is. fun aren't they i get it now now that i've watched it i get it and i'm more i'm more into it well good so it's i'm i'm pumped about it i like it a lot oh you got another one so Everybody, have you heard? So there was, um, there's been a lot of like 
you know, a lot of rough stuff that's happened lately, you know, uh, in Europe. So, yeah, um, this is actually an instance of not anything happening. Um, but it's just music festival related. So, uh, in Germany on the second, there was, um, a festival they call the rock am ring festival. The Germans, the Germans in Deutschland, in Deutschland. Um, but this is a big festival, you know, kind of on the scale of, you know, Bonnaroo esque. It's about 80,000 people. Um, but they had like legit concrete evidence of like a terrorist threat on the music festival. Um, and they had to postpone it, um, for like two days while they like searched the grounds, redid it, went over, basically went over everything. Um, shut down the streets around the festival. And then by Saturday, which was the fifth, right? Correct. Yeah. They, uh, no, the fourth, fourth Sunday was the fifth. That's right. So on the fourth, they were able to have the grounds cleared um, and get the festival back open. So by they, I think they had to bring in like thirty five hundred security and armed forces to to search down everything, but they were successfully able to do it, and they got that show back on, man, and had a good time. Correction: Sunday was the fourth. Oh, <laughs> Saturday was the third. So yeah, it took them a day of just. I mean, they had, they searched every tent, they searched every vehicle, they did everything. They searched the perimeter and they locked down the perimeter, and then. So did the how would you hey the... how would you like for that to be the way that the cops found your stash of stuff for your festival? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that that they would just like we're not worried about the drugs. <laughs> oh, man. We no. just want the bombs if they are. No. But uh, but they actually was uh, so I'm actually this this sounded like a kind of a cool festival too. Uh, um, headliners were System of a Down. I don't know if you guys uh-huh, I've get, heard of them. I've heard of them. I, I've I've never gotten down that, to System of a, a Down, but you know that's they're awesome. Uh, Liam Gallagher, don't know who that is, but he's probably awesome. Uh, Prophets of Rage, you guys know what that is? No, sir. Okay, so it's Rage Against the Machine, but with um. The uh, oh my god, what's their names? <laughs> the Captain Prophets? No, 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 no. The the <laughs> hip hop guys um, that like did a bunch of collaborations with Rage Against the Machine. Um, I no idea. I honestly, couldn't they're from tell Southern you. California. Oh my gosh, they're like infamous for the guy. They smoke weed all the time. God, that would be Snoop Dogg. No, they're Hispanic. From Southern California. They're Hispanic. Yeah. Um. Um. Cheech and Chong. No. Um. It. Uh, I'm thinking Be Real and Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. There we go. There it is. Yeah. God, I was right Found there. Um, but no, it's it's the guys from Cypress. Bumped into him in, outside of a casino, actually. Really? In Las Vegas, Monte Carlos. It's everybody in Rage, minus Zach, um, with Cypress Hill doing the vocals. Nice. Dude, it's it's actually kind of cool. They just do all Rage Insane songs. Insane in the membrane. I don't think they do any Cypress songs. Or they might, but... Insane in the brain! <laughs> I've only seen them do uh, do rage songs, but uh, but it's awesome though. I mean, it's Tom Morello, you know, wow, you know, dude, all his madness. <laughs> um, but no, uh, but Prophets of Rage is there. Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, and Bastille were all the the headliners for that one. But, got it, dude. Yeah, I'd, I would love to go. So see it's it. on. Uh, it just got postponed. Or no, it canceled. It w- happened Saturday. I went home safely. Wow. So. It was going to be a realistic question with Bonnaroo coming up. How much do you worry about stuff like that? Well, oh, I think I did see a video of those people because MGK was performing and he showed a video of the turnout they had. They still had a really good turnout. 
It's in Germany. Yeah. They were probably like, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was something like that. Cool. <laughs> how about how about this one? Everybody, have you heard? Have you guys heard that Elon Musk has a pretty good sense of humor? <laughs> yeah, I actually did not know this until no. today. But you follow him what on you Twitter. Got? You follow him on Twitter. I do. Hayden, Everyone should actually. I, yeah, and he will tweet back at people. That's the cool thing. Is that's what I found <laughs> out. Like just seeing an interaction that he had with somebody. Somebody asked him a simple question um, about how big the Falcon Nine is. And the Falcon 9 was one of those rockets that you're talking about. And I'm yeah, I remember where I was like, I can't remember if it engine. was 7 or 9. Yeah, yeah it mm. was 9. The Falcon <laughs> 9. How, it, the question wasn't how big is the rocket, but the question was along the lines of about how big it is. Okay, So Elon's response was, or is it more important how you use it? <laughs> So this, this guy. So this is from this multi-billionaire, you know, <laughs> that's just like incredibly brilliant and genius, shows a sign of humor. So all of his Twitter followers just like go crazy with it. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of them. Here's what a couple of them said. One of them said, or is it how you use it? <laughs> or the way you reuse it? <laughs> yeah. And getting it up and down more than once is a good start. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then... Nine. Yeah, that's good, but how much thrust does it have? Oh, no. So all these scientific, you know, nerdy followers oh. that he's got start coming up with all these really funny things to say about it. But That's good. So we always talk about Elon Musk and his scientific and brilliance. I thought it'd be funny to bring up. He caught a headline for <laughs> for a joke that he came up with. It was pretty funny. I think even if you're not that into science, though, you got to follow him. Have oh, no, yeah. Him. He's a billionaire, okay? His, his Twitter is very You good. might as well follow all the billionaires because there's not that many of them. <laughs> but, That's true. Yeah. True. There's what? How many billionaires would you say? I don't know. Maybe 100? There's like 200, guess. 250, I think. Is it up that high? I think it's 250 billionaires in the world. What about like in the like 100 billions? Oh, God. That's like two. That's what I say. Like not many, if even two. Who do you have up there? Warren, Warren Buffett, Warren and Buffett. Um, gosh, what's the dude's name that owns Bill? Tele, Bill tele- Gates is like third or fourth, third, yeah. or second or third. They they go back and he forth. He might, but. yeah. They because they also like their investments change, and sometimes they'll be worth 130 billion. And sometimes what's that really rich guy from from Mexico that owns Telemundo and then the telecommunication? It would be the equivalent oh. of owning Verizon, AT and T, T Mobile, and something else. He owns that in Mexico. Really? Yeah, it's like all of telecommunications in Mexico. Oh man, I don't know his name. Gosh, but he's on he's on the list mm. up there. But I funny you say that. This is just total side note. I read an article that talked about uh, Vladimir Putin. And yeah, he, he his is. undisclosed worth, and this is from a financial guy that like specialized in Russian markets and things like that. Said that he claims that Vladimir Putin is closer to five hundred billion dollars is his net worth. It's because he it, like owns the oil company too. It would never around. come out, but and Warren Buffett's is less than a hundred billion. Mm-hmm. And this guy's talking about how Vladimir Putin is by far the wealthiest person in the world. I wouldn't be surprised. And easily, he said easily five hundred billion. That's like, what a, an, ol- an oligarchy hesitant about it. That's what an oligarchian style government, <laughs> where you get to be the president, how, how it kind of works out. State run everything. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, you get to pick how much profits you want to make. It's like yeah. the <clears throat> the Meyer Lansky thing I was talking about when you take points off of forty five different casinos daily takes. Oh, like if you're taking points off of every bookstore, every media outlet, every everything. <laughs> 
I'll just take a one percent of everything that they <laughs> make. So anyway, everybody, have you heard? So Malcolm talked about the World's Fair in the last episode. He brought up the uh, yeah, nineteen sixty four, sixty four or sixty eight, sixty four World's Fair about yeah. Mickey Mouse and yeah. Walt Disney doing his thing. Well, here in Knoxville, the World's Fair that happened in nineteen eighty two, the thirty fifth anniversary of that, um, has re- is recently you know, passed. It was May 1st was when the fair started in 1982. So what a lot of local breweries around here and one specifically called the fanatic brewing company, <clears throat> hint, hint, um, just maybe a little sponsorship in the future. Who knows? Hey, um, I would take nice. that. But the fanatic brewing company, uh, is releasing this beer, like re-releasing the beers that they sold at the world's fair in 1982. It was a big deal in 1982 because they were like collection, collectible items, you know, mm-hmm. People bought the cans with no intent of drinking the beer. You mm-hmm. know, uh, there's probably a lot of grandparents in this area that have in their basement cans from the 1982 World's Fair. And so, what the fair did was they printed, I think it was like eight or ten different colored cans and different versions of the cans. And once they sold all of that color, it was gone. So, it literally was kind of like a collector's item. But some people that drank the beer, which was apparently very rare for people to open it up and actually drink it. But the people that drank it said it was terrible. Like, it was awful. Well, side, side story. A friend of mine, his dad had a bunch of that beer, like a case of it or whatever, in his garage that was just, like, sitting on a shelf. And my fu- my friend, when he was, like, you know, underage trying to snag some beers, just, like, stole those from his dad. Ugh. Thinking that, oh, you know, it's just, like, some beer my dad's got in his garage and like it you know of course was like 20 something year old beer in Mm. cans and like he like chilled it and put it on ice and cracked it open tried to drink one and then his dad found out that he took them and of course he was like more mad that he like cracked his collector's beer cans that had been uncracked for 20 years (laughs) but uh yeah he said it was the most vile thing he ever like put in his mouth and and that's of course because i'm sure that beer was terrible but also it was sitting on a shelf for 20 years and he tried to drink some of it (laughs) double the terrible beer up with the skunky effect oh like oh that's terrible so anyway this place uh let me say it one more time fanatic brewing company downtown they're they're reselling it so they're gonna do it in stages kind of like they did at the world's fair you know the fair ran um, gosh, for from May 1st to Halloween, October 31st wow. of that year. So it was running the entire time. And over 11 million people came to the city of Knoxville for the fair. It was a bunch of 30 different countries, that kind of thing. So they had to commemorate all of that in these different beer cans. Mm-hmm. So this place is trying to do it now. Um, and I, I thought that it was really cool. Just, just a couple of things that I wanted to throw at um, – that the 1982 fair gave us that these people are, you know, hopefully they're going to go back and remind some of these people when they're buying this beer. Um, coolest thing I think that it gave us was we have touchscreen computers today because of the 1982 world's fair that was in Knoxville, Tennessee. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Touchscreen. As in it made its debut there. As in that's, that's where they debuted. And the company that debuted them was actually an American company that, that came up with this. It wasn't from Japan. It wasn't, um, mm. Japan had a an exhibit of two robots talking to each other in Japanese in <laughs> 1982. So that was pretty wow. cool. Um, but it was this was an energy specific expo, is what they were trying to get things around energy and things like that. So anyway, um, touchscreen computers came from it. So we now have that um, cell phones from a long 
I guess a, a distant way came from this. People, some people, the elite had cell phones at this time in 1982, but it was more something that people have seen a picture of than actually saw in person. Mm-hmm. So what they were able to bring in person to the World's Fair was car phones. So every day what they did at the World's Fair was they would draw names. You would put your name in a hat, and they would draw like six or eight names out of the hat. And, and if they called your one? name, then you could go make a, call, a phone a phone call from the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought you meant like you won one. No, like yeah. you could actually go try Whoa. it out. Like it was literally that cool, apparently. The prize, was, the prize enough was just you get to come make a call. Yeah, <laughs> you, get, you get to make a call. You can sit in my car. <laughs> um, anyone from the area knows what Petro's Chili and Chips is? Um, you being from Chattanooga, ever heard of Petros? Actually, no. It's a Knoxville-based company, Chili. And Are they based... any good? Oh, it was awesome. They're really? delicious. Have you, have you ever had Frito Pie? Do you know what that is? Frito. Still no. Like Frito chips and oh, yeah. chili and yeah. cheese, you know, cheese sour and cream, sour chives, a yes. bunch of everything. Petros debuted there at the World's Fair serving their stuff in actually little bags of Fritos. Like they had a little food truck and they just sold, had a little bags of Fritos and they were so popular and so so great that they became, you know, a chain. Wow, that's very cool. So uh, that like was pretty that. cool. I mentioned Japan having the two talking robots. Mexico actually brought in a simulated mine shaft. So, um, Wait, they, what? Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is all in 1982. This is pre-internet. This a is simulated pre- mine shaft. What do you exactly, what do you mean? Like, so what they were, what they had underneath two TV screens was um, basically oil being sucked up. From a mine shaft, like showing how a mine shaft worked. Okay. So I mean, I didn't read a whole lot into wow. it, but and they didn't really have a lot of specifics. <laughs> but um, like, you can imagine the resources that they had in 1982 versus what they would have versus you know today. Um, something that was really cool though, um, Australia featured windmills for energy. So it was something that they brought um, to the expo, showing from their they have vast like plain areas out in Australia mm-hmm. where they, these companies, you know, back in the you know, late seventies, early eighties were able to really expand their wind energy stuff. And they brought mm-hmm. it to the world's fair and they were known for, for bringing that to the world's fair. So it's pretty cool. I got a lot more on the world's fair later in three top, but you know, an odd note on that. We actually, you know, we produce way more pollution than Australia does, but Australia produces way more pollution. Like, uh, I guess you could say tons of carbon per person than we do. Do you have a reason as to why that is? Like I mean, they how have, they consume they, their energy differently? Lower population, but still have tons of fa- manufacturing. Like, like Oh, so it's just because we have more people that's able to bring that number down right. per capita? Yeah. yeah. But they still have tons of coal plants and tons of things that aren't good but for the atmosphere. But, you know. but either way, I just interesting. Yeah. Cool. So if you want to catch one of these World's Fair beers... Um, I'm sure you could Google it and you'll see all the different cans from 1982, but these guys have it for sale. You could actually probably order you a case. Online. Well, I think uh, Food City sells uh, Fanatic stuff, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. I think I'm, I've seen it I'm there. pretty sure. I think about it, yeah. I'm sure Food City does. Probably the Ingles around here, too, does as well. Cause they're the, brewery, also... the brewery, as much as I understood it from reading about them, it's just four local guys that decided, you know, one of them was really good at home brew, mm-hmm. kind of like what you do, and they called him in to be the... You know, the ingredient guy, so to speak. And they just started a brewery. Oh, man. So I went to Asheville last weekend uh, for a bachelor party for my for my buddy. He's getting married this coming weekend. So congratulations. Congratulations, Bobby. Um, but anyway, so we went on a little bachelor thing to Asheville and went to a bunch of breweries. 
God, we went to so many cool places. But like, do uh, High Wire? That's one. The first places we went, it's just rows of huge. Like I think it was fifteen hundred gallon stainless steel vats of just all sorts of stuff. And hmm. I mean, they they buy their. How many did you try? Uh oh, man, I don't know. Got a little too drunk. Yeah, <laughs> lost count after eighteen. Oh man, because you know, you're, when you're on the, one of those tours, they just go grab pictures of stuff and just start filling up your cup and say, "This is this, and this is that, blah blah blah," and this is how they make it. Right, and pointing to all the equipment they use to do it, and it's fun. But yeah, I mean, you just get drunk. But uh, but one of the things I thought was just nuts was when they buy their grain, because um, of course you know they use a lot of grain for beer. They buy it by the pallet. And you think by the pallet, okay, there's probably like 50 pound bags, like all layered on like a pallet of concrete or bag, you know, bags of concrete or something. But no, they buy in the pallets and it's one giant bag. Like, it's like, you think of a pallet, like probably like five foot square, and then it's like six foot tall and just a giant, almost like a dog food bag. But it's like a rectangle that's like six foot high and it's just 100% full of grain. Hmm. It was hmm. huge. Like, I'm like, could you imagine that bag falling off of that pallet and onto somebody? Like, I was just, ah! oh no, I'm telling you, it's like this thing probably weighed nine hundred thousand pounds. Death by grain. Like, I was just like in one bag, a whole pallet of grain in in one single bag. I was just sitting there looking at it, like, holy crap! Be hard to convince that guy that grain is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you said on the last episode, grain is a good thing, all I could think of was grain makes corn, corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey, <laughs> whiskey makes my baby, baby. get a Do little, little frisky. <laughs> you thought that too? Yeah. All right, good. I'm not the only idiot. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, that's my wife's country music coming out of me. Grain makes corn. Mm-hmm. Corn makes whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> One of those slapping oh. your knee, drinking whiskey with your dog songs. I've got some nice clear corn whiskey in the house. You want to go get it? I believe that. <laughs> I believe you know. I went on one of those. Uh, I was in Sevierville for the moonshine tasting. You ever been down there uh, to do their moonshine? Oh, like tasting? The Old Smoky? Yeah, Old Smoky oh, yeah. moonshine. Uh, quite a few times. Whew. They do the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. they get old Bubba up there in his overalls with half his titty hanging out. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. What oh I'm no, we went about. that one time together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. That, yeah, that guy was hilarious. Yeah, he was he the was. best one I think I've ever seen. His name was Bubba or Tank or something. He was. Like that. Was he missing teeth? No, but he was four hundred pounds. He no had all joke. his teeth, and he had like three red curly chest hairs, and you could see half of his big dinner plate nipple. He was he was killing it though. This dude was hilarious. Yes. He he like literally he was killing it though. We were dying laughing. He was good at his job. Good. Yeah, he was good. So um do you have any more? That's all I got. Do you have any more? I'm good. Word. How about that? <laughs> Class is over. Thank you everybody joining us for episode eight. Have you heard? That was a lot of fun. We're gonna catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Do us a favor and go to your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and click that like and follow button for all your episode updates and releases. Like us at The Big Red Van Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Red Van Pod. And as always, you can just send us an old fashioned email at The Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and it means the world. Just share us with a friend.